You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 51 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. The topic I want to discuss in this week's podcast is about investment management. And not investment management for younger people or people in their the prime of their career, but I want to talk about appropriate investment management when it comes to people who are in retirement. Because as everybody knows, the game of financial well-being and personal finance changes and gets completely different than what it had been before retirement when you compare it to people who are actually in retirement and investment management is no different. There are ways you have to look at your investments now that are more important than just growth and that will affect how you will manage those investments, the type of asset allocations you use and how diversified and aggressive you can get in any sort of pockets of those investments while you're in retirement. So in this podcast episode, we're going to jump into why investment management after retirement is different, but still is equally as important as investment management is when you're younger and in that accumulation phase. So to begin, investment management when you're in retirement is not you making a decision to get really, really conservative and just letting it rip from that point forward. I know and have heard of even more retirees who believe that when you get into retirement, they want to do the investment management themselves, which is fine, but they end up getting super conservative with their investments because they feel that now that they're in retirement and now that they're drawing off of those investments, they can't afford to have another 2008, 2009 financial crisis take 40% from their investments because they wouldn't be able to survive. And actually, that is the wrong way to think about it. If you go back and you do research on the viability of retirement, specifically when it comes to investment management and the different ways you can manage investments in retirement, one of the biggest, and I would say probably the biggest risk people have is the risk of them not running out of money, but instead the risk of them depleting their purchasing purchasing power to a point where they can't afford to do the necessary things they need to do to sustain their standard of living. It's not that they don't have money, it's they just can't afford to pay those increased prices over time for the things that they are going to continuously need while in retirement. And the biggest reason why people's standard of living in in purchasing power goes down is because their investment portfolio, their nest egg that they spent their entire life creating, can't keep up with standard inflation. And we're recording this in 2022, so inflation is a huge deal that is affecting a tremendous amount of people nationwide, and it's probably something that's not going to slow down anytime in the future. So it's something that needs to be considered. So when it comes to managing your investments in retirement, it's not as simple as just getting super conservative and making sure you don't lose. Your biggest risk from an investment management standpoint is not that you lose your money in some bear market. It's that over a longer period of time, you lose the purchasing power of that money 
and you are unable to afford the necessities later on in life that have increased in cost because your investment portfolio hasn't kept up in the same way. The other area of investment management that people need to be very aware of when in retirement is making sure your investment portfolio aligns with what your withdraw strategy is. So for a lot of people, they get into retirement and they rely on their retirement portfolio, their retirement nest egg that they have spent their entire life accumulating to live off of, to pay those expenses they need paid in order to create and live the lifestyle they want in retirement. And I know a lot of people have social security and some have pensions, but most of the time, that type of income, unless you're lucky enough for it to be the case, is not big enough to be able to sustain the type of lifestyle from an expense standpoint in retirement that you want. And that's where people end up having to dip into their retirement savings. And over the course of time, their main source of income throughout their retirement is probably from those retirement savings they've spent their entire life accumulating. But you want to make sure that how you manage that investment portfolio from an investment standpoint, from a cost standpoint, from an allocation standpoint, and from a risk standpoint, align with the strategy you have in place to withdraw that money out of the portfolio. And when I say withdrawals, I talk about strategies like maybe the 4% rule. There are guardrail rules. There are bucketing strategies on when to withdraw money. Some of those are great. Some of those are not so good. But regardless, if you have a strategy, you're going to want to make sure that your investment portfolio aligns with that strategy. You don't want to withdraw a strategy for the next 30 years that you have implemented that requires you to meet a specific threshold as far as a rate of return on average over a 10-year period, and you are severely undercutting the potential of achieving that rate of return because of how conservative you've gotten in your investment portfolio. Or alternatively, there could be a withdraw strategy that you're taking advantage of right now that could force you to not lose a specific amount of money in any number of given years. So if your investment portfolio is too risky, that could end up not being in alignment with that withdraw strategy, which could cut short severely the amount of money that withdraw strategy is able to provide to you in retirement. So making sure that your investment portfolio is managed to align with whatever withdrawal strategy you have in place, and then make sure that continued alignment happens throughout your retirement is extremely important. Another area when it comes to investment management that is the same as investment management in the accumulation phase as it is in retirement is the importance of diversification. So recently, up until 2022, Growth stocks have been on an absolute tear. You could see investments like Amazon and Netflix and Apple and Microsoft and NVIDIA. And a lot of these big tech companies have really been the front runners of investment market returns. And that has led a lot of people to take abnormally more risk and more exposure in these type of bigger tech giants than they ultimately should, which is getting them out of alignment from the type of diversification they need in their investment portfolio. And up until 2022, a lot of people have gotten away with that. And if you have, great. But now it's time to pay the piper because a lot of these big tech names have dropped dramatically in a short period of time in the beginning of 2022. And if you don't have a diversified portfolio, you're probably experiencing a lot of those losses. And if you're early in retirement, those are the type of losses you really want to avoid 
having to withdraw out of to sustain your retirement lifestyle. So diversification is important and diversification is not just buying the S&P 500 and having the 500 biggest stocks out there. Diversification is making sure that you're properly diversified amongst a number of different asset classes. So that is large cap domestic, that could be international, it could be small cap, on the bond side, it could be fixed income, it could be credit, it could be uh, inflation adjusted investments. Making sure that you're diversified amongst a large class of asset allocation options is extremely important because that's going to keep your portfolio from experiencing too much volatility, which I know people want to avoid in retirement. So just like in the accumulation phase, when you get into retirement, diversification is of utmost importance if you're managing your own investment portfolio in retirement. Another area you're going to want to be very aware of that you didn't have to be as closely in tuned to during the accumulation phase that you will want to be in retirement is the tax considerations that come along with managing your own investment portfolio. So taxes end out for some people being their biggest expense in retirement. Specifically, if they have spent the majority of their life saving for retirement in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks. Because as everybody knows, when you withdraw money out of those accounts, they are taxable in that year. And the amount of tax you pay on those withdrawals are determined by which tax bracket you fall into that year. And those tax brackets change over the course of time depending on what lawmakers feel is appropriate and what they're trying to accomplish from a tax revenue standpoint. So if the majority of your wealth is stored in those tax-deferred accounts and tax rates go up, well, you may be out of luck and you may end out having a larger tax liability on your investment withdrawals in retirement than you had initially thought. The other thing you're going to want to be considerate of is making sure that your asset location is set up correctly. So not everybody has all of their money in tax-deferred accounts. Some people have good tax diversification. They may have some money in tax-deferred accounts. They may have some money in tax-free accounts like Roth IRAs, and they may have some of their investment portfolio in just plain taxable accounts. And the one thing you're going to want to keep an eye on is to make sure that the more conservative investments, the more bond-like investments, the type of investments that like to distribute interest and dividends, and sometimes uh, some mutual funds that distribute unannounced distributions at the end of the year, you're going to want to make sure those type of things are not overly allocated to your taxable accounts because any of that interest or dividend or distribution that gets spit out that is out of your control from those accounts end up on your tax return as taxable income and they could end out affecting how much tax you pay on your other income sources like social security. So having more of your growth assets, your your more stock-like assets in your taxable account could be more appropriate because those historically are type of investments that don't produce that type of income as often that would show up on your tax return. And then you can get more conservative with your investments in your tax-deferred accounts if you want because those dividends and interest are shielded from any sort of tax inside that IRA or 401k until it comes time to draw that money out. So there are a number of different tax considerations that you should make sure are in place and you should understand how they affect each other and not just how they affect each other from an investment management standpoint, but how they affect the other income you could be receiving in retirement as well. And then finally, the last thing I think all retirees should be aware of when it comes to managing their own investments and their own investment portfolio in retirement is what 
type and amount of safe money are you going to have set aside? And that could be money that people have saved in a checking account or a savings account or a CD or an extremely conservative uh, short-term bond investment inside a taxable account. Regardless of what it is, what amount of money do you need safe that allows you to sleep at night comfortably during hectic and volatile times in investment markets? And there's no right or wrong answer to this. There's been plenty of research published that shows having too much could do long-term damage to the uh, well-being of your overall investment portfolio. But for some people, they would much rather sacrifice the long-term potential growth of their investment portfolio for the peace of mind today. It's just they have to be aware of the opportunity costs of doing that. And then there's other people who go, well, I, I don't need any safe money. I want to keep it all invested. And they may be experiencing some recency bias because there has not been a lot of volatility or need for a safety bucket. But it becomes very, very important in retirement. So understanding what you need as far as money safely tucked away for yourself in retirement is going to be important as you structure your overall investment portfolio because that will give you a better idea of how that safe money is going to complement those other investment assets. So there you go. Those are considerations all retirees need to have when it comes to managing their own investment portfolio in retirement. If you're looking for more information about myself, the podcast, or FarmDFP, feel free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. If you have any questions or topics you'd like me to discuss on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at farmdfp.com. Finally, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.